Welcome to the Outdoors is My Therapy podcast, your resource that informs, inspires and empowers you to up-level your health and happiness by connecting you with the outdoors. I'm your host, Catherine Walton, founder of the Outdoors is My Therapy movement. I'm also a family-focused outdoors adventurer, a business owner and a mental health social worker. In this podcast, I share knowledge, strategies, tips and tricks to help you get outside into nature, strengthen your health and grow your sense of happiness and well-being. This is episode three of the Outdoors Is My Therapy podcast, where I'll be sharing 20 ways to keep moving and exercising either indoors or outdoors when you're in isolation during the pandemic. No matter where you live in the world, as this podcast is being recorded, you'll be impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic, as well as the health and the government regulations to manage its spread. And many people are isolating themselves at home or in hotels. And the options to spend time outdoors and exercising and socialising have all been restricted. But we do need to continue to nurture our mental health and our physical health. So you might need to be creative in how you get your exercise fix, in how you get your outdoors time and in how you socialise. For myself, one of my biggest fears about having to go into isolation was about my mental health and the mental health of other people. I know that for myself, my ability to function in ordinary everyday life is very dependent on having vigorous exercise, spending time in nature and having deep connections with other people. And without those things, I've really struggled in the past and I know I'm not alone. We also know that exercise and movement boosts our immune systems, which is very important at any time and particularly now, and it also protects us from future diseases. So I've collected together some ideas to help you stay active, to help you stay connected with the outdoors and to help you stay connected with other people during periods of isolation. And these ideas are just as relevant in other times of your life when you can't go out and about as freely as you'd like to. For example, if you need to stay home to care for young children or someone who's not well or during times when you're injured or sick yourself, or if you have limited mobility, or if you work during daylight hours and the only time you've got to connect with the outdoors or to exercise is after dark, or when you're travelling. So, of course, these ideas that I'm suggesting in this episode will need to work for you. So you will need to pick and choose between them depending on your own circumstances, you know, your own interests, what your local regulations require and what resources you have access to. So not all these ideas will suit everybody or every situation. But we do all need to remember to keep our physical distance from other people during this time of pandemic and not to take any unnecessary risks that might result in injury or the need for medical assistance. And just one more thing to be mindful of 
And that is that if you have close neighbours, perhaps you're living in, in an apartment building or a small suburban block, or perhaps you're sharing a house with other people, just being mindful of how disruptive your exercise program might be to their sense of peace. How much noise are you making? How much jumping up and down are you doing when they're all trying to sleep? Now, I'd love it if you've got some other ideas that you could share with me. I'd love to add them to my collection of ideas and include them in a follow-up episode. Remember, we're all in this together and supporting each other is the best way to overcome challenges like this. So let's get going. Here are my 20 ways to keep exercising during a pandemic. Number one, YouTube. Now, if you've checked out the workouts on YouTube before and you didn't really find much that interests you, have another look again because there are plenty more that are being uploaded as we speak. Number two, participate in a virtual gym class. So this is where an instructor will be streaming a workshop in real time and people can join in from their own homes or their own offices. Now, with the, so many gyms having closed in recent times, many of them are offering virtual classes like this. So you can have a look um, at your local gyms, especially if you've been a member of one, and to find out if they're offering these sorts of virtual classes. Or if they're not, have a look on the internet because there are plenty of them being offered publicly there as well. Number three. Make use of what you've already got at home. You probably already have a skipping rope or some weights, a trampoline, maybe a step, maybe some old exercise DVDs, a Swiss ball. But then you've probably got other equipment that you can easily adapt to use for some exercise as well. Fill up some water bottles and, and there you've got some weights or using cans of food. Maybe you've got stairs going in and out of your house that you can incorporate into your exercise routine as well. Number four, get yourself an accountability buddy. So of course at the moment your accountability buddy needs to be a virtual one. Likely you have a friend or a contact, somebody that you know who also wants to keep up a regular exercise regime during the pandemic, during this time of isolation. So why not connect together, check in with each other each day or a couple of times a week to hold each other accountable to your exercise program and to help each other problem solve if any difficulties come up. Number five. Get out where and when you can. So don't assume that everything is shut. Look for opportunities and make the most of them while you can. If your local park is open and it seems quiet around dinner time, then maybe that's a good time to get out there and go for a walk because you never know when places like that will close. Number six, plan and track your exercise in a journal. This can help to keep you committed. It helps you to have well-rounded exercise because you've planned it out. And it also acknowledges how much you value your exercise. 
If you want to take that another step further, you can reflect on how your exercise was, how that felt, um, and what changes you might like to make to that the next day. Number seven, calisthenics, stretches, and body weight exercises. So you might recognise some of these from when you were back in school and your physical education teacher might have had the class doing star jumps, lunges, squats, jogging on the spot, push-ups, planks. And if you're not sure what any of those exercises are, have a look on the internet. There's heaps of information there and lots of demonstrations. Number eight, pretty simple this one. Put on some music and dance and move to the rhythm. You don't have to be a trained dancer. It doesn't have to look fabulous to other people. All that matters is you're moving your whole body and having fun at the same time. If you live with other people, invite them to join in with you. Number nine is chair yoga. So you can find quite easily on the internet lots of programs for yoga. Chair yoga is particularly useful if you're not feeling well, if you have some mobility problems or some balance problems. So these are adaptations of yoga that you can do whilst remaining seated. So have a look and see what you can find on the internet or perhaps even asking your local yoga instructor if they can give you some pointers with that. Number 10, street dances and street classes. I've been hearing a little bit about some neighbourhoods getting together but whilst retaining physical distance at a certain time each day coming out onto the street out onto their front yards out onto their verandas and patios balconies out onto the footpaths and doing a dance all together singing a song doing a workout all together so this is one way that if your local regulations allow that to happen that you can still connect with other people you're getting yourself outside and you're getting some movement as well number 11 have a backyard workout so if you're fortunate enough to have a garden or a green space or a yard that, you know, is attached to your house, there might be some little jobs that you can do that get you lifting logs, lifting rocks and digging in the garden. But you could also set up some obstacles to jump over. You might have a pole there that you could climb. You could set up an obstacle course for yourself or a slalom course. You could practice your bike handling skills, your skateboarding skills. You could run around with the kids. You could run around with the dog. So many things you can do in your own backyard. Number 12 is bird watching. Bird watching is one of these wonderful activities that helps you to connect with nature. It also helps you to connect with other people. You can do that from your own yard or if 
you're able to go to a local park or walk around your neighbourhood. But if you can't do that, you can even do it from inside, looking out a window, looking out your door, standing on your balcony or your veranda. If you'd like some um, other ideas to add to that, there are plenty of bird identification books around. So see if you can find one that you can purchase or borrow from your library that is relevant to the area that you live in. But there are also plenty of apps and there are lots of online forums such as Facebook groups that you could try out as well. Number 13, mindful walks. Mindful walks tend to be gentle, slow-paced walks that you can do in your own yard, on your footpath, even inside your home. And mindful walks can be done in different ways. One way you can do this is to slowly take a step and as you take that step, noticing how that feels as you put pressure on one foot and as you move forward and release the pressure from that foot and put your other foot down, noticing all the sensations in your foot, your leg and the rest of your body as you slowly move forwards. Number 14, be a kid again. What did you do when you were a kid? Active kids don't need a dedicated exercise or outdoors time because their activity tends to be spontaneous and it's spread throughout the day. And that's okay for adults as well. So what did you do when you were a kid? I remember playing elastics and tiggy or chasey with my friends and my siblings, uh, Red Rover, jumping on a trampoline, playing balance games like balancing on a log, playing backyard cricket, backyard soccer, hitting a ball against a wall. Put your kid imagination on and see what you can come up with. Number 15, have you got any kids that live in your household? Getting down and playing with them on the floor, wrestling with them, playing indoor hockey, chasing games inside, hide and seek. The more you move your body, the better you're going to be. Number 16. If your national parks, your regional parks and your state forests are open and if they're not busy with other people, head out and go for a walk. Now there are plenty of cautions coming at, down from government and from medical authorities about where you go and what you do. So please don't take any unnecessary risks while you're out and about. Take it easy. It's not the time for really pushing yourself um, in terms of your skills or um, you know the risks that you take when you're out and about. But, you know, if you're able to get out to some of those parks and they're not too far from home, what a wonderful way to get some fresh air and sunshine and move your body. Number 17, make your own homemade gym. 
if you're fortunate enough to have enough space in your home that you can dedicate a corner of the living room or a spare room or part of the garage to a dedicated exercise space, how wonderful is that? So that equipment that we talked about earlier on, back in number idea number three, making use of what you've already got at home, collect it all together and make a little space for a homemade gym or at least a space to keep all that equipment together so you know where it is when it comes time to exercise and you don't have to spend ages searching for it. Number 18, use some apps to track your activity levels. And if you're into it, share them on their platforms, their relevant platforms, if that's something that you like to do. Number 19, set up some circuits for yourself at home. So this could involve running up and down the stairs for a minute, doing some squats for a minute. It could be then um, doing some push-ups. It could be doing some slalom or obstacle course. It could be lifting some weights. Whatever it is that you like to do, set them up in a circuit and just spend that half a minute or a minute or two minutes at each one. And when you've completed them all, start it again and and repeat it several times. Number 20, indoor games. There are plenty of indoor games that get our bodies moving. Um, Some of these are quite social games as well. So if you're living in a household with other adults or with other children, have a think about what everyone might enjoy doing together. It could be indoor hockey, sorry, indoor hockey. It could be quoits, a game of freeze. It could be twister. Um, So get your heads together and brainstorm what indoor games you can play that get your large muscle groups moving. So it's over to you now. Which of these ideas would you like to try? Or do you have some other ideas that you'd like to share with our listeners? Please let me know what works for you. And that's it from the Outdoors Is My Therapy podcast for this episode. If you found any of this information handy, please go ahead and rate the podcast share it with your friends and visit me over on my website and on social media. I'd love to see you there. The links are listed in the show notes.